Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, your Star Wars podcast for us super fans. And those of us who are forced to listen to them. Today is someday, and someday I've been forcing Tom to listen for two years. Two years. Are you ready, Thomas? I'm ready. It's time to drink up. Drink up. Hello there, Pop Pop. Hello there. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you as well. How does that? You always do it at Christmas time. It's almost Christmas time. What does he do? Frosty the Snowman. Happy birthday! Ah, oh, Frosty. Is that how does he do it? You do it so well. Do it. I do. Me. Yeah, give it to me. Give Happy it. Happy birthday. I don't think so. That was not good. No. <laughs> no, that wasn't good. Happy two years, honey. Happy well, happy two years to you as well. Thank you. I've entered my terrible twos. I feel like I can become an angry Twitterer right now and blame it on my terrible twos. What do you think? I don't think that's a great idea at all. Listeners, are you here <laughs> for some hot takes for some laser beams that are not like Justina Ireland requested laser eye beams? Maybe some KK hate. Some sequel trilogies are horrible. Um, what else do we have? No, we don't want any of that. No, we don't want this. This is our birthday. We're two. I know. We've been doing this for two years. Yes. I mean, we've been doing this for two years. <laughs> <laughs> it feels really good. I can't believe this. It's honestly can't believe it's been two years. I cannot believe it's been two years. I, I mean, I guess I can. It just seems like it's gone by so quickly. It, yeah. We went through a pandemic. We went through. I mean, honestly, a lot has, of guests. Hasn't most of the show been through a pandemic? <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Isn't that kind of crazy? It is kind of crazy, actually, now that I think about it. The gays entered Star Wars, and the devil tried to kill the world. I think hmm. that's what happened. Well, you know, they said it would happen. <laughs> <laughs> we are all terrible, terrible people. So who am I? And who are oh you? My God. We're not really terrible. So if this is the first time <laughs> listening, happy birthday. We are not anti-KK people. We are not red, red laser eyeball people. We're not, I hate the sequel trilogy people. We're gay. We have a good time. And uh, I'm Brian. With me as always is my better half and your better host, Thomas. Hello, hello, hello. So if this is your first time listening, please know that was all in good fun. We have we have fun here it's birthday fun birthday fun and i'm about to serve some birthday cake 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 tom has no idea what that is nope <laughs> it's my hiney honey oh <laughs> i think i don't really know but i think that's what it is i think that's about the cake huh i don't even know if that's that could be we're also like in our 40s and dad so that could also be like two-year-old like slang that is now outdated but it finally trickled down to the bottom over here in 40-year-old gay dad land. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I probably wouldn't say it again, though. <laughs> yeah, this has been... We've had a lot of guests. We've, like... A lot, yeah. We've had people from Lucasfilm. Like, oh, my God, this is... We've been on TV. We've been on tape. We have? Good Morning America. Oh, my God. I, oh, my God. I kind of forgot all about it. <laughs> Sorry. That little show called Good Morning America? <laughs> They didn't quite know who they were dealing with, apparently. 
<laughs> no, actually, that's where mm-hmm. Buck, who when later on in the show when we do our trivia and we have our segment brought to you by the Bucky Box, that's really where Buck and I connected mostly. Like it, that, where, where the the bonds were forged were right there on Good Morning America. See, everything means something. It really and does. Something becomes something. Mm. Does that make any sense? It did to me, babe, and you that's know, all that really matters. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, you know, we've, I can't believe how much we've grown. I would say that first year, uh, we were pretty small. We were pretty quiet. And then something happened somewhere along the way, and we're not real big by any stretch of the imagination, but we're not really small anymore either. And I'm really, I'm really proud of that. So I can say the equipment has changed over the years. Yeah, there's a lot more a lot. of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been spending that money, 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 Oof. money. It's so fun. I don't like, yeah, you know, honestly, I don't buy a lot of toys anymore. I was never a huge, like in my adult life, I was never a huge toy collector. Like since we've been together, mm-hmm. I buy things here or there. I, but I buy less now because now I spend money on microphones and cameras and lights and all of that soon. As I look around your room and I see all the toys the bobbleheads the uh funko pops is that what they're called yes funko pops okay again listeners if this is your first time tom likes to talk about how many toys i have i probably own maybe and it's a maybe 20 funko pops it's probably closer to 15 really yeah okay I will get that number for you everybody and i will get back to you so people i think are on another show because there's a lot Just that you know. We hit pause so Tom could count. And this is without getting out of my chair, just <laughs> taking, moving my head from left to right. I didn't even look behind me in the room. Uh-huh. And I have almost 19. So. Okay, our friend Eric <laughs> from The yes. Living Force. Yes. Posted like a week or two ago or something. I think yes. he has like over 200 Funko Pops. So I don't have that many. That's like 1%. Oh, is that? No, 10%. From a certain point of view. You're right. (laughs) From my point of view, (laughs) you have a lot. (laughs) But some of them were gifts. Okay, Mm -hmm. maybe none of them were gifts. I do have some gifts in here, though. People have been very kind and sent us things, and it's been really great. Yes, thank you to every one of you (laughs) for doing that. (laughs) Appreciate it. So, you know, the other... On uh, After Dark this last Friday, mm-hmm. we were talking about the Book of Boba Fett. You and I did this last week, but we were talking about it on the live stream. And identity was brought up. Mm-hmm. It's something that I think uh, Star Wars has been talking a lot about, probably actually ever since the sequel trilogy. And I can, I can understand why. The pressure of owning... They bought Star Wars for a lot of money. But the legacy of what Star Wars is, and these were the first things to be made without George, like that has to be an immense amount of pressure. And then comes the, what is Star Wars? Because Star Wars was always George's. That's it, you know? And now I, th- I feel like that creative question has been percolating out in the clouds at Lucasfilm and in the story group. And it's because it's art. It's reflected in in the media that we have seen. Um so we were talking about it with the idea of Boba Fett and what that might mean for his story 
in this new series that's coming out. But I think you and I have really explored it more than anything with the Mandalorian and his journey of identity as a as a dad. And it's really kind of mirrored our story. And, uh, you know, I think today for a little bit, it's going to be a little less Star Wars-y, more about celebrating our birthday. But, like, I want to talk about our identities because I feel like we've changed a lot over this last two years. Like a lot of people have because mm-hmm. of a pandemic uh, are uh, here in the U S the government and politics has been really, really like really ugly for a while. And there's just, it's been a challenging time in the world and it's been a challenging time here in America. So I think a lot of people have changed. However, we did it with two microphones sitting in front of our mouths. So like, I feel like we've, grown a lot and because of these two microphones in our faces our circle has gotten bigger and the people that interact with us on the show and the interviews and the people that we've met along the way and just some of our pink milk drinkers and the followers and the emails like it's kind of changed us and we became a dad of three like while making this podcast that's true we had two when we began now we have three yeah so Mm -hmm. it's just it's really crazy so i want to ask you a question that's very star wars specific Oh, has your identity as a casual fan at best changed in two years talking about Star Wars? No, I'm feeling pretty solid about that casual <laughs> fan thing. <laughs> do you know more than you used to, though? Yes. Do you wish you knew less than you do now? I don't. I would never <laughs> say that I wished I knew less. Out loud. Uh, I mean, sometimes I wish I knew less about certain things, how people get so serious about it. Yeah. But, uh, you know you know, get off the rails a little bit, but, uh, you know, to me, it just kind of takes away from the spirit in which it was all created, but that's fine. I respect it. I'm not, it's not a step. I'm just saying you asked me if I wish I knew less, maybe in that aspect. Other than that, no, no, I enjoy, I'm excited by the people that are excited about it. You know, I don't think that it's, you're going to have me on the other side of the microphone (laughs) running the show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You did beat me in trivia last week. So That's maybe. true. I was supposed to do the opening. <laughs> don't think I forgot. I'll do it next week. I will not relinquish my control. <laughs> no, but it's... Yeah, so my identity is still the same. You know, I still yeah. am, you know, um, casual fan at best. I, know, I do enjoy, you know, what's happened since we started this. So many things have changed. We have, you know, Mandalorian now. We have... The Bad Batch. Season seven of The Clone Wars. Exactly. So a lot is, in that sense, has changed. Book of Boba Fett has come in. We've had We had The Rise of Skywalker. We had The Rise of Skywalker, correct. So it's interesting because, like, one of the things that I've heard multiple times from different people, and I know, like, sometimes you still get a little nervous that you don't want to disrespect anyone. You're not in a lot of interviews and you don't do those things because you don't want to offend the other people, which is a really admirable Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't feel that I, I feel I'm more of a detractor sitting there and saying nothing yeah. it to, you know, with somebody who could, it's, you know, they're living and they're breathing mm-hmm. it and they love it. Well, they don't need me sitting there. You know, I'm sometimes in the back and they just don't know that. Yeah. But, you know. But like, I mean, I can totally understand where you're coming from, and it's very nice, mm-hmm. and it speaks to you as your care and, and your character. But oh, I'm some character, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, I've heard from a lot of different people how much they appreciate you and your attitude towards Star Wars because 
like you said, you wish sometimes you didn't know as much as you did. Like if you weren't here, you wouldn't have known that people hated The Last Jedi. You wouldn't have known the discourse surrounding The Rise of Skywalker. You would have saw the movie, had your opinion and left. Right. Well, that's the only thing that yeah. I would say that I wish I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoy getting to, you know, hearing yeah. people's opinions about stuff. But I don't, you know me, I don't want the negative stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with all the funny you know, negative little here and there, but I don't want the negative stuff. I mean, that's, I'm not here. I'm not here for that. Yeah. But you know, like, and, and it's very clear as I'm saying, like, Mm -hmm. I think people really appreciate it because I'm a super nerd. Like I was in all this stuff, obviously before I put microphones in front of our mouths, Mm -hmm. I've become more so because I was not a huge social media person before this, but I think it's a reminder. I think you remind people to sometimes just have fun. And I think people appreciate husband and husband, our show, because it kind of stays on a casual level in some ways. Like we don't get into the, the nitty gritty of Star Wars lore and mythos and background. And I think sometimes it's fun to remember what's what that's like because there's not a lot of podcasts that do that stuff because it's all people like me talking about it and that's what we do more on on after dark is get into that nitty-gritty stuff because that's what we're all into and i think you're like a little breath of fresh air and it's been a good reminder for me to not get too pulled into the weeds because i ask you a question in one ear and out the other and it's a good reminder it's funny well thank you does this mean i'm getting a raise yeah (laughs) We're all getting a little older. We You're have more get the children. Same salary you got before when you started. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just had an extra I zero pay, to that. Nothing. I pay you in experiences and this memories. This is true. Honestly, okay. Well, then that is worth something. Mm. Did, I, did I score well there? You did actually, because when I think of all the people that we've met along the way, and I've met us mostly. Yeah. You. Um, you know, it's that's payment of love. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I think about after dark. And I'm teasing about the contract. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Maybe. <laughs> like, too. like our live stream now, the live stream was really born out of a pandemic, which I think a lot of people's live streams like took off because of that. Mm-hmm. But I have now met Mark M and Chase. You've met Mark M and Chase mm-hmm. even more so through me because I probably interact with them more than you do. Correct. But like it's been this real gift. Like, Honestly, I am so attached to those three people. Like, we really are this little family. We have never met face-to-face, but I, we just connected. They're all really good people. Like, really good yeah, people. I feel so fortunate to have found them. I don't know what I did that attracted them to me and that energy, but, like, it's been, it's been really, really, like, amazing. And I'm just really appreciative. So to circle it back to what we were talking about earlier and identity that I think Lucasfilm and Star Wars is kind of exploring now, like I want to talk about our identities as queer people and that transition from queer people to parents and all those kinds of things, you know, because I think it's it's an interesting conversation that we've never really had. Okay. Um, so I want to ask you first, like, what was your experience like? kind of coming out hmm it was very slow (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh it started on one side of the country and really ended up on another side of the country 
um, because all my family is on the East Coast and I happen to make a move to the West Coast where we reside today. So I guess, you know, it came out during the period of years between, you know, uh, mostly being out here in Arizona. Um, and it was slow. It was very, very slow. Like how long... Mm -hmm. did you identify as straight when you were here or did you know you were gay at that point well, we but you weren't to ready say, to come out we used to say we were straight with an option <laughs> Jesus. i mean literally the yeah. friends i made at that point in time in my life we yeah. were all in the same boat you know oh well you know we're not really gay but we're straight but we're gonna go to gay bars and have some fun because they just seem to have more fun. and i'm gonna sleep with men and if that happens, but it's that's my, fine it's too. the option. We weren't judging. We yeah. don't judge. But you know, like this is interesting, <laughs> and, and that's really that is the truth. That's what happened. And then you know, I had to deal with my family later on, and you know, and uh, and I actually think that that period of time dealing with their dealing with me and my dealing with them for the most part, yeah, uh, was really, you know, ended very abruptly when mm. I became a parent. Which is strange because it went on a tremendous, a tremendously That's long time because I was not 20 years. there. I lived here, and even though I would go back and I would, you know, visit all of those things. But that's what, like, something you said there that mm -hmm. I think, and maybe even in some aspects, uh, not on a personal level, because people's personal stories are still probably mm -hmm. very, they're very, very, very unique. But on a societal scale, I feel like. When we were coming out, it was the mid nineties. It mm -hmm. was com like it was com the landscape looked nothing like what it looks like now. Like no. it was no. nothing like this. There was zero support mm -hmm. from society. Like zero. You mm -hmm. found su support in gay people and no one else. You know the one thing I have to say, and I think that you and I sometimes will, you know, butt heads mm -hmm. on this. The truth of the matter is. I don't think of myself as anything different. Yeah. I don't really see myself much different than a straight person. I just so happen to be gay. Mm. I mean, I know I'm different, but I don't really think about it. Yeah. Because you know what? Honestly, I have kind of gone through that. I've put in my dues with it and I've moved on. And yeah. to be honest with you, there's something even more important than that today. Yeah. Which means to me, it's I'm not even thinking about myself anymore. I have three children. And mm. my job is to be a parent. And when it comes, I'm really no different than the parent next door. Yeah. Truth be told. So, you know, it is what it is. We all kind of face the same things as parents. See, I think sometimes this is this is what I think the difference from you growing up in the Catholic Church mm -hmm. and how I grew up. I think that is where a lot of our differences lie mm -hmm. because you are someone who for in a lot of ways this is what i'm told to do that's what i'll do and it is it's there's less do you mean like like, like the show <laughs> exactly like the show <laughs> kind of worked out for you then huh <laughs> 100% <laughs> but like i feel you are a person who is more open to just like letting something be the way it is and that's because the core of the Catholic Church is that you're asked to have faith. Yes. So the truth of the matter is it does transcend through a lot of my life. Oh. I have faith. Somebody asked me, okay, doesn't mean I can be taken advantage of. No. Doesn't mean that I don't know that there's not flaws with that particular yes. religion, but that doesn't matter to me. Whatever they are, it does not matter to me. 
Yep. You know. So anyway, go ahead. I think it's, well, I mean, honestly, that right there, I think, is one of the things that I found very attractive in you. Like, or I still do, but like early on, like what was like, because you and I, we've mentioned this many times, we are very, very different people. You know, I've shared a lot of stories that I never thought I would share because I think before I had a microphone in my mouth, I shared it with you and you are probably the only person that's heard some of the things I've talked about. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've said that I was adopted by my father. I have no idea who my biological father is. My mother says it's none of my business. Still boggles my mind how someone could say that, but that's what's been said. So like, Mm -hmm. I feel there has been this question of my identity from long before I really understood even what identity was. And so I feel that like that is, and maybe that's where sometimes I can't have this faith in Mm -hmm. quotes and things because I never had any foundation from the very onset. Mm -hmm. So my whole life has been driven by a question. And to this day, I question everything. Like, you know, one of the other things, what it could be is also our age. Possibly. You know, we're nine years apart. So Mm -hmm. I'm nine years older than you. And, you know, and and I never really even think it, to be honest with you. But the truth of the matter is I'm, you know, there. For every year that clicks by, you just become a little bit more familiar with yourself. And I think that I can honestly say I know who I am Mm -hmm. today, and I know I'm all of those things, and I don't really let other people's opinions, believe it or not, you know, you know, they don't really affect my life. Yeah, I'll have a momentary, you know, the Jersey boy will come out, I'll be annoyed at it. But other than that, you know, I move on, you know, so good. I feel very confident I know who I am. Yes, but like, I think... You know, one thing that is important to me is to have that confidence of knowing who you are and don't let people rock who you are that don't matter. Mm-hmm. With that with that said, we should always have an open mind to hear the criticisms, even when they're hard to hear. But sometimes people point out things that we can work on. And those are things to listen to. It's a, it's a delicate bat. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard to walk mm-hmm. those two lines sometimes. Yeah. Well, we know? in particular are very, very good about that. We are very good about allowing and reviewing what other people may say and, you know, looking to see if there's some kind of validity to it or some change that could be made because of it. Yeah. So we're actually very, very good at that. I, I I do. Wow, I think this is like a therapy session. It really kind of is. But you know, like <laughs> the last few weeks mm-hmm. we found this show we're here on HBO Max. So mm-hmm. like if you're listening and you have the show, I think it's an important show for queer people to watch mm-hmm. because I don't know. I have found myself exploring things that I've been going through through this show. I think it's an excellent show mm-hmm. for our straight identifying audience to watch to all like just get another perspective of what it's like to live in our shoes. And mm-hmm. this show focuses on very small towns, but honestly, when we were talking just a few minutes ago about coming out in the 90s, I feel that small town attitude was nationwide like when i listen to these stories Mm -hmm. that's what i that's what i feel i had to come out against it was just in a big city but that was the mentality in a big city and it's just taken longer to trickle out to the smaller towns in in the united states absolutely and they just did one on uh selma Selma. Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean it was a really amazing so this is if you have hbo max a hundred percent it's it's you know it's something you should definitely take a look at it's it's very good show Honestly, I actually think I've learned it, a lot. I think if you enjoy Pink Milk, you'll enjoy this show yeah. because it's campy. It's fun. it's a bunch of drag queens, 
so you have fun at the end of the show. There's like a big dance number. Like it's fun, but it gets really nitty gritty. There's tears. There's so it's this is honestly it is very gay. And pink milk is very gay. But but I, I you know, when everybody they might be a little turned off if you say it's about a bunch of drag queens. They're not in drag the entire time. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is when you listen to what it is that they're saying, I've just blown away at how incredibly they're they're just so full of wisdom. Yes. It's, it really is amazing. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think I myself, you know, I think sometimes you and I have had these conversations. Like, I never felt like I could ever do drag. Because I there was an, a, there was an episode where a person kind of encountered this idea. But, like, I couldn't be that because that's what society told me to do. I could be that. I could. And I should have been been confident enough in myself to explore that if i ever wanted to but i like i couldn't because i couldn't let all of that on me because to me it was like letting society tell me who to be and that's wrong it's wrong but i feel like it was this reflection of the time that i came out in and it's like but i've learned a lot about the art of drag in this show Mm -hmm. i definitely couldn't do drag because i think i'm just too lazy these people <laughs> are so incredibly good and take it i mean it's it's amazing to watch you know rewind years and years ago 90s all of that stuff prior to rupaul's drag race all of that stuff my exposure to mm-hmm. drag was just not a positive one mm-hmm. you know uh, and it was as simple as oh god you gotta pay ten dollars to get in there <laughs> oh wait i'm gonna stand in the back of a room yeah oh, i i didn't understand it i just it wasn't on my radar screen it was only with rupaul coming on the scene mm-hmm. and yes i knew who she was through movies and a great song called supermom but work work but you know, uh, i never understood all the dedication and mm-hmm. the discipline and i mean it really is amazing amazing to watch both those shows so when i was coming out after i came back so this is like 99 2000 Mm -hmm. like that time frame Mm -hmm. i would say the majority of my friends were drag queens like i knew a lot of drag queens back then i it was the circle i found myself in and for me that was my biggest exposure to it and i would say easily Five, four or five of those drag queens that I was friends with were either Mormon or Jehovah's Witness. And I feel like uh, three of them are now married to women and like said that they're not gay. And I mean, I haven't spoken to them in 20 years. Like, I hope they're doing okay, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. because they're definitely gay and they just weren't allowed. They did not allow themselves to be gay. And so they went and, and lived this other life that, you know. They could be gay and found a right woman, and I hope they're really happy. Like, if they're still with these people. I do believe that's possible. But, so I feel like I didn't even have that. Like, that was my experience of just trying to, like, it's just been really interesting. I'm really appreciative. I don't, I'm not, I've never judged drag. I love all, I think it's great and it's great fun. But, like, it's shown me another side of it Mm -hmm. and the exploration. And I feel their connection to drag in a lot of ways is actually my connection to Star Wars. I talk a lot about Star Wars and what Star Wars is for me is what's underneath the helmet of all these characters that we see. And I get to explore myself through Star Wars. Like, I think 
everything we're talking about right now coming out in the 90s and all of these things is why I relate to Din Djarin so much, I think. As as I've I've been thinking a lot about this stuff and in my head a lot since watching this We're Here, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, your coming out experience was almost 20 years in the making. Like you and I are very different like that. I also came out at 18 and I came out at 18. Mm-hmm. And I didn't deal with I did not allow people to dictate how I was going to feel. Like it was in their fa- I will I will in spite of you, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be damn happy. And so I don't even think I dealt with being gay until years later. It wasn't until after college and all of these things that I think I started to kind of deal with some of the things that I had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that came, honestly, came from inside the gay community. Like when I came out, I was, I'm short. Back then I was really thin. And we've talked about these things of like masculinity and being a man or not being a man and all that was hard for me. To, to deal with those things because I couldn't feel like I could be myself. Straight society was telling me to be one thing. I came out in the gay world and they were telling me to be something else and I just felt like I couldn't be myself. And that's how I feel Din Djarin is. I feel Din Djarin doesn't know who he is because he's never had the opportunity to like sit in his own shoes for a while. Mm-hmm. But just like Din, I think our having our boys is when it's all started to really click click for me because I feel like right now I'm living the life that I always wanted to live. And I've said that so many times, like I'm living a dream that I didn't think possible for myself. And a lot of stuff has clicked for me because this is all I ever wanted to be was a dad. As your husband, of course, I'm very happy to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's been another transition Mm -hmm. in another way. Like just this morning we were talking about Facebook and how some of our old our our friends who are our age are still like living a from Facebook. We don't talk to them as much as right. we used to, but through the lens of Facebook, living a life that feels, you know, they're still at a bar and they're still out on Sundays and that's great for them. Like I love it and they seem very happy and that's but we're not that at no. all. Like no. you said it. We're, you're a dad first now. Like that, our kids have to come first, Absolutely. and it's been, it's been an interesting thing for me. Like you don't exactly feel this way, but I feel isolated again. Like I f- feel like there's no one like me anymore, and it's been kind of difficult. And I think that's part of the reason I've taken a deeper plunge in, into Pink Milk because I found myself with people that I'm like in a way like emma's a mother she's also gay but i have found straight people who are families but are interested in hearing like a gay story and so i feel like a community i found a community that i feel attached to because it has been hard for me losing i don't want to say losing but like i can't talk to some of my friends because i can't go out on a saturday night anymore like that's not what my life is my life my night can't start at 9 p.m Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and i mean your life is sports you yeah. know running to you know, soccer cross mm-hmm. country it's events it's sunday dinners it's making sure the kids have showers and making sure homework is done and and giving consistent lunch you know being a parent mm-hmm. and yes that's different and you know that would be the same if the person was straight or gay though when you get married and you become a parent 
you know, your life just does oh. change. And sometimes those relationships take on, the previous ones take on new forms. And that's okay. No, 100%. Yeah. That's not, But some of those old friendship takes, friendships, I feel like, probably take different forms. But in, in a Sasset world, I would imagine most of you, like if you get married and have children, your friends are kind of on that same life experience with you. So you go to your Facebook page and all of a sudden your friend from college or high school now also has a family. So you're still seeing yourself reflected. Like Mm -hmm. I don't see myself reflected. Like when I was in high school, you know, if, if I was living that life, I would, our kids would be, you know, pushing 20 Mm -hmm. now, you know what I mean? Like 15, 20. And they're much younger than that because, we 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 it took us longer to have that right, mm-hmm. but I and not but I open up my Facebook, and it's still shirtless dudes with <laughs> at a bar at a circuit party, which was my life for a very long time, and I enjoyed it. It was I great, had good times. <laughs> like I don't hey, miss well, it. it. What did I say this morning to? Which is hey, if that's what you want to do again one day, you no. have your chance again one day to do those things not that you were saying but we were just yeah. talking about yeah. that there is nothing wrong with those people doing those things oh no 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 no, no. no. i'm but i'm just i don't see myself reflected anywhere mm-hmm. again and it feels it's brought me in a in a way an emotional part of me has been brought back to where i was 20 something years ago just mm-hmm. a little bit different but i feel kind of the same way and it's been it's been interesting but i also think that's probably everybody after 2020 and 2019 we're like I think that's life in general. I think you're constantly reviewing it and evaluating what you've done, where you've come from, where Mm. you're going to go, where you are at the moment, you know. Yeah. I think that's just, it. I think it's a growth thing. I think it's actually one of the great things about life is that you don't, you know, I I wouldn't want to just stay in the same place all the time. Oh, God, no. You know. It's, It's my favorite thing that Ray went through, like Ray's journey in Star Wars was really that, feeling alone, mm-hmm. realizing you're part of this thing that was bigger than you, and how, how do I get away from that thing that was bigger than me and be my own thing? And that's like a lot of what her journey was, and it's been it's been cool seeing that. You know, I just, I really relate to Din, and getting to know yourself again through kids. It's been, it's been great. But like, there hasn't been a transition for you from being like the shirt off circuit party guy to now being a dad. And it was not overnight like that, but oh, no, like it sure wasn't because <laughs> I was done with that stuff before yeah. you even came into my life. So mm-hmm. you were in it more than I ever was. Well, true. But before you, you ever even came wait, into my you, life, we've been together almost yeah. for, well, I'm 14. Oh, plus sorry. Years. 14. Years. We're almost at 20 years. Need to go back and really listen to that episode. <laughs> But do you remember when we first met, mm-hmm. you were concerned because I didn't go out? Yes. Like, w- w- how crazy is this? Like, you're like, It was oh, inconceivable. I said, well, <laughs> what will we do <laughs> if you don't go out? And now you're the one who's like, come on, let's go out. <laughs> I don't think so. It's almost nine o'clock. It's family movie night, which means I can be sleeping halfway through the movie. Oh, my God. This last Saturday, we started family movie night at 630. We were in bed at 815. Oh, it was beautiful. It was so great. Mm. We had popcorn. And I was still tired was the, the whole, next day. <laughs> it was a whole experience. Well, you know, I think that's a, well, we had a very busy day on Saturday. Yeah. I think it's also just indication that we're all in. When we're with the kids, we're all in. So when oh. they're, it's time for them to go to bed, well, you know what? We have a few minutes to ourselves, and then we're we're well, done for the day. It's the truth. I mean, I had said this. When they get older, 
we will get more time back. Yeah, it's interesting. And like, then we will miss so, this time. But, you know, honestly, this is where, for me, I feel a benefit to have been with you for nine years before we had our first child. Mm-hmm. We've had our time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't miss it. I mean, I miss it, but, like, I don't miss it. This is what our life is now, and I want them to have all of my time. I know you want them to have all of your time. It's not It's not this I miss us. We had a long time together. Absolutely. This is the new I us. Agree. I don't mm-hmm. even mourn what we had. Not mm-hmm. really. You know what I mean? Like I miss vacation Tom every once in a while. <laughs> the real vacation, not Tom. Not vacation dad. That's vacation a Tom, so drunk at 1030, he just disappears at, lo- at brunch and comes with <laughs> candles. Oh, good times. <laughs> that I would like to do. I would like to go back and, you know, drink mimosas at lunch. Maybe once in a while. To eat. Maybe once in a while. But it's, 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 the, just, it's just the truth. Like, you know... Unfortunately, this year we lost Nana, and that's been very, yeah. very, very difficult. We are not the same people. She no. was, she was, a one of those rare people in life who everyone's joy is what brought her joy. Mm-hmm. She didn't have her own joy because she got it from you. She didn't take it from you. She helped feed it to you, and then she fed off of it again. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like, and she was really, really special, and she was wonderful, and we miss her, and it's very different than the family that I had. And that's been something I've been dealing with a lot this last few years. I think even probably more so since Nana died, you know, like because it's, there's just something missing. Nana is my mom, by the way. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but like, I felt I never really came first. Not really. And so I work very hard to make sure my kids come first because they already didn't come first once for another set of parents unfortunately so they didn't go through that to then have another set of parents who don't put them first like they will always come first i they i feel i owe it to them they didn't ask to come here we asked for them and we have to be able to give them everything and like i can't wait for season three of the mandalorian to come because i feel like din jaren is like I hope I hope his journey is to give Grogu everything. Like I hope he realizes that's what he needs well, to do. Well, we don't even know if he'll get him back. Oh, there is no way that show's going on. Can you imagine a whole well, it's only six, seven episodes, so eight usually. Is it eight? Yeah. Okay. But that show is about their relationship. Like mm-hmm. it's not about Dan and anybody else. It's about him and baby Yoda and Grogu and that relationship. Well, what if it's a couple of years before it comes back? And it probably will Grogu be. It's gonna be another year. Up. And it's not like just yesterday he's been gone for a couple no, years. That I don't should think be. so. Oh, well, God, I hope not. Oh. Um, well, I don't want to get you started. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think it's interesting. I think having two years of doing this and the interactions that we've had with people and the, the emails and the messages that I get and listening to people hearing our story and the parts that they pick up on it, like to us, it's just our life and so it's normal in in quotes whatever normal is but like to hear how maybe our story really is really unique to a lot of people and to hear it through that has been something it's been really amazing like it's not really about star wars anymore it's about so much more that i don't think i ever would have thought i agree it's taken on another uh sure the underlying current of the entire thing is Star Wars, and we do. That's the premise. But it's, it's just, also about us. It's our witty banter. Yeah, and just, our family. but just like I, I, 
you know, and the people we've met along the way. There are more podcasts coming out like this, but before it was, and there's, I still listen to a lot of these, but it's just very much about Star Wars and the news, and this is what's going on. Like, and I thought that's what we would do because that's the only kind of podcast I'd ever really heard. But like we said, it's really about the intersection of Star Wars and our queerness mm-hmm. and how how each of those things influences one another. And it's been like, I just would never have imagined. So I really like, I have to say thank you to everyone who's allowed us to do this because I think I've changed a lot over the last two years. I've listened to some of our earlier episodes. I've watched some of our earlier streams. Like I've really grown and I've really changed. And I think I've became, a, I think I've become a kinder and softer human being because I've been exposed to a lot more people than I ever was exposed to before. And I'm just really grateful for that. It's really taught me to move past what I thought straight society thought of me. Like I, that was a weight that sat on my shoulders for a very long time. And I think I'm free from that, you know, Mm -hmm. because people being so kind and supportive, it's been, it's just, it's been, I'm really grateful. I just, I, I feel like I've grown. I would second that. I feel you've grown and I'm seconding. seconding. <laughs> I'm extremely grateful to everyone who continues to listen to us yeah. and encourages us and just lets us talk. So thanks about that. Yeah. I, and maybe this is a little extreme, but I don't think so. I think Pink Milk has made me a better father. Like I legitimately think it's made me a better father because I think it's made my it's opened up my worldview and I get to share that with my children. Well, how could now. it not? I mean, that's growth right there. So yeah. any kind of growth makes you a better person. A better person continues to make you a fantastic parent. Great dad. Mm, thank you, babe. Hi, Speaking you know. of growth, yes. let's let's take a break and let's see if our Star Wars trivia has grown over those last two years and let's play some Star Wars trivia. <laughs> Can't we just continue to talk about this? <laughs> Not feeling good. I have a bad well, feeling I, about I'm this, coming folks. Off I had such a high, you know, so I don't know that I can. Hey, hon. Had such a good week last week, so I don't know if uh, I'll be able to. Yeah, don't get cocky. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not okay. getting cocky. Okay. I'm downplaying it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying I'd rather leave on a high. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, after this break. We may talk some more about our feelings, or uh, we can play some Star Wars trivia. Let's do it. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Drink up. Drink up. claim this throne today. You know, hey, we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, we're back with the Bucky Box. With the Bucky Box. Thank you, Buck. Thank you for our box. We yes, appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank and um, everyone, I hope to uh, make you proud. I can't believe I lost our last week, but it was a good game. I felt actually... Felt good. I felt kind of proud of both of us. Well, thank you. You know, trivia is not my thing. I'm not that Star Wars fan. And yet you do it every week. Mm, it's what the people want. <laughs> I do it for the people. The people. I'm a giver. 
Yes, I you give. Are. I give. There you go. And giving giving me a question right now is what you're gonna do, right? Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm going first. No, 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 no. <laughs> what was in Zone Twelve, moving east? A, the Wampa. B, the probe droid. C, Adats. D, Echo Three and Echo Seven. C, Adats. Eh, eh. B, ding ding ding. The probe droid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought about saying that. <laughs> Should have thought a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> What was Luke Skywalker dangling from? You had this last week. What was Luke Skywalker dangling from beneath Cloud City when he summoned Leia? A, a satellite dish. B, an antenna. C, a weather vane. Or D, a sensor array. B. Eh, eh. A. Eh, eh. D. Eh. C. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess I got let's see how long. we do. Let's see how we don't want to get too cocky now. No. Here we go, Brian. Who did Darth Vader think was missing from a counselor ship? A, the counselor. B, the, the viscery? The viceroy, no. The viceroy. C, the senator. D, the ambassador. The ambassador. Ding, 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 ding. I guess you got that right. Tear the ship <laughs> apart. I want the prisoners alive. Question number two. <clears throat> Get it. <laughs> <laughs> How many T- TIE fighters make up a typical attack squadron? Oh, Jesus Christ. No, Jesus Christ is not involved. <laughs> Just let you know. A, 12. B, 20. C, 14. D, 10. Everyone knows this, Brian. Okay, one more time. I feel like I've actually had this question. I should know. I think you have too. How many TIE fighters make up a typical attack squadron? A, 12. B, 20. C, 14. D, 10. Mm, B, 20? 14? 12? Ding, 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 ding. I love the buzzer. <laughs> well, hey, you did get one right, so you should feel good about yourself. <laughs> Who is this? Oh, that's uh, Nicole Kidman. No, 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 no. Not Nicole Kidman. Portman, Portman, Portman girl. Nope, not Nicole Portman. No, <laughs> Natalie. In universe. Um, oh, my doll. No, she's the backup girl, isn't she? Oh, I don't know. Padme Amidala is the backup girl. I don't know. <laughs> remember she's, she had a, she's the J Lo of the uh, remember the she, fly had, girls? she had a uh, a backup girl. Yeah, Sabe. Yeah, that's it. Played by Kira Knightley. Yes, that's why I always get those two confused. Mm. Oh, me too. Okay, Thomas, you ready for your <laughs> real question? Yes, sir. Who referred to Darth Vader as twisted and evil? A. Obi Wan Kenobi. B, Princess, Leia, C, Yoda, or D, Mon Mothma? B. Eh, eh. D? Eh, eh. Oh, we want A? Yes. Oh, jeez. 
Well, guys, we now all know that Tom's reign of supremacy. Hey, it's not is over not yet. over yet. <laughs> Who gave the order to move the fleet away from the Death Star toward the end of the Battle of Endor? A. Lando Calrissian. B. Admiral Akbar. C. Mon Mothma. Or D. General Maydine. With C. probably the worst hair in all of Star Wars. C. Eh, eh. D. Eh, eh. A. Thomas, look to your left. That guy? That guy? <laughs> Do you know what that guy's famous line was? Move the Death Star to the left. It's a trap! <laughs> B. Admiral Akbar. That is Admiral <sighs> Akbar, another one of my Mondo prints. Are that you are saying here. I got that wrong? You sure did. <laughs> Have you gotten anything right yet? Uh, ooh, oh, those are always like I know, fighting kiss words, of death. kiss of death <laughs> words. So, Whew. Let me get the readers on for this next one. All right. Question number three for you. Oh, my God, Thomas. This is our anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to do well. And you I'm, do, because, you know, you're the super fan. Me? Am I really, though? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of questionable now. <laughs> Looks like I'm doing this podcast just for the like buttons. Question number three. Who portrayed General Riken? Oh, my God. We oh, I know. A, Oliver McGuire. No. B, Kenneth Colley. C, mm. Mark Jones. D, Bruce Boa. Oh, my God. I know I've had this one before, too. Mm, Bruce Boa. D. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. Wow. I knew that the whole Darn time. I was it. just trying to make you feel better, like I was guessing. Okay. <laughs> <gasps> Who was a slimy, double-crossing, no-good swindler? Han Solo. Ding, 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 ding. Darn it. <sighs> we got to shuffle better. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Who called Han Solo Bantha Fodder? A. Bib Fortuna. B, Jabba the Hutt, C, Princess Leia, or D, Lando Calrissian. D. Eh, eh. A? Eh, eh. B? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Bib Fortuna is the most famous line. De Wanawanga. <sighs> oh. <laughs> get painful, folks. <laughs> Well, this is seems to be on brand for the premise of the show. Years. <laughs> it, no, you know what you have. You did win last week. Mm-hmm. Who set off a trap allowing the rebels to be captured by the Ewoks? A. R two D two. B. Chewbacca. C. C three PO. Or D. Han Solo. I will give you one clue. C. Nope. Okay, let's hear the clue. <laughs> This person's always thinking with their stomach. It's a line from the movie. Who are they again? A, R2-D2. Mm-hmm. B, Chewbacca. C, C-3PO. Or D, Han Solo. Oh, C. No, D. Uh, no, B, 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 B. It's Chewbacca. <laughs> it's Chewbacca. <sighs> Smelled the little animal thing, tried to eat, get some lunch, <laughs> and up came a net. Hmm. And then R2-D2 sawed it off, and we're like, it's going to be a very long drop. No, 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 that's me. 
That was you? No, no, no. Don't mark that I got one wrong because I didn't. I got one wrong. Yes. Okay. So do I have another one? Or no, I that was her too. Oh, darn it. Yep. Wow. Time is flying by because I keep losing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get one right yet. I believe in you. <laughs> All right, I here we go. I believe you can fly. I believe you can touch the sky. Okay, what Rodian mm. accompanied Jabba the Hutt to comfort Han Solo in... Confront. Confront Han Solo in Moss Eisley? Mm-hmm. A, Greedo. B, Greedetta. Greedetta? Greata. No. Nope. Greata. She was a singer. C, Thunku. D, Thulu. Well, it wasn't really. I only recognized two of those names, but Greedo was already dead. I don't know what to say. I guess it's the who, you know. Read the question again. It definitely wasn't not Griotta. What Rodian? Mm-hmm. What Rodian accompanied Jabba the Hutt to confront Han Solo in Moss Eisley? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm going to say Greedo, but I don't think it is. But unless he went to Tatooine with him, but then just went into the cantina ahead of time, I don't know. What's your final answer? Greedo, A. Yeah, which one? C or D? Thunku. Thunku, okay. Or Thaku. <laughs> Sorry, it's <Yeah>. Thaku. <laughs> T-H-U-K-U. What else could be? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, trivia box. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. You just gave yourself a point that you didn't receive. Not intentionally. <laughs> Because we all would have known I didn't get one. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you too. <laughs> hey, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I love it. All right. <laughs> Do we give you a second one or what? Okay, no, that so was my first one, yes. You got it wrong. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who used the monitor das dash <laughs> DAS-430 electromagnetic projectile launcher among many, many other weapons. Was it Dengar, IG-88, Boba Fett, Bosk, Bosk? Okay, one more time. Who used the mon- monitor? Okay. Okay. Uh, DAS-430 electromagnetic projectile launcher... Among many, many I'm other say weapons. Boba Fett. I don't know. Er. <laughs> no idea. IG eighty eight. Correct. IG eighty eight. Mm. Good to know for next time. Yep. <laughs> okay, Ooh. here we go. You're gonna definitely get this one. I better. How tall was Pod Racer Team Two <laughs> Pagalis? <laughs> A one point nine meters. Or A, 1.19 meters, B, 1.37 meters, C, 1.48 meters, or D, 1.24 meters. Can you repeat the question? How tall was Pod Racer Team Toe Pagalis? Pagalis, Pagalis, I don't know. A, 1.9, 1.19, sorry, 1.37, 1.48, or D, 1.24? D. Nope. Everybody knows he's, or they, or she, I don't know how they identify, is 1.37 meters tall. Oh. Well, I could have left that X in the box after all. I mm-hmm. meant the, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On what planet was Podracer 
Odie Mandrell Bourne. A. Naboo. B. Tatooine. C. Lanik. Or D. Dantooine. Uh, A. Eh, eh. B. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what two years has done. It's done nothing. Nothing was, at all. Was that all of them? No. <laughs> we have two more. Oh, wait. Was that 10? It's so painful. I don't know. I just can't <laughs> we can't stop at 10. We need to get at least one right. My turn, though. Let's go. <laughs> oh, talk about not knowing what we're doing. All right. Here we go. All right. Question. You need to give what me this one wrong, What bounty hunter flew the hound's tooth? A. Oh, that's Bosk, I think. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Who used the Mersan Minutians GRS-1 snare oh, rifle? <laughs> Is it Suckus? I love IG-88? Forlom? Dengar. Okay, what... Zuckus. I have no idea. But ding, I like ding, 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 Oh, ding, boom! You got a Zuckus song, yeah. Because <laughs> Zuckus has the coolest gun. Is that it? No, we can do five more. Oh, Let's go. Geez. You need to get one right. Well, need is, you know, exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Not going to give you that one. Why? Because I could have known what it was. No. Okay. Do you want it? No. Yeah. Trying to help you out. I'm a good husband, <laughs> Thomas. Me too. I'm get here. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just feel like you're not going to get hey, any Bunky, of these. I'd like an easier box, please. <laughs> okay. You might be able to get this. <clears throat> my, That's encouraging. Well, I am going to use those Academy Award performances that helped you last week. <laughs> Who said, the Force is with you, young Skywalker, but you are not a Jedi yet. A, Yoda. B, Darth Vader. C, Obi-Wan. Kenobi or D, the Emperor. The one true Emperor. Oh no. Sucking the dyad force. B? Oh. Ding, ding, ding. I got one right. You Boom. did. <laughs> one for Tom. What guild did Princess Leia ask Lando whether Cloud City was part of? You've gotten this once before, or I have. A, the Tabana Guild. B, the Mining Guild. C, the Gasworkers Guild. Or D, the Ugnot Guild. D. Nope. A. Nope. B. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. My turn? <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Let's do this thing. All right. Shell Tay Retrack worked for which senator? A. Bail Organa. Oh B. Gideon Duna. C. Fang Zar. D. Sweet Concorkle. <laughs> Leia's dad. Bail? Mm -hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Mm, boom. I knew that one too. There mm -hmm. you go. <sighs> <laughs> I lost track. I won. When I'm not winning, I think I, I won. I don't want to count it. <laughs> uh, in, in the battle above Coruscant. Coruscant. Coruscant, who was Squad 7 leader? A, Captain Brimu. B, Captain Antilles. C, Captain Phaetoni. D, Captain Division. 
one more time over the battle of naboo mm-hmm okay who was squad seven leader captain rimu a b captain antilles c captain fatoni b captain and antilles uh, i don't know d captain de <laughs> Well, alrighty, folks. Thank you so much for coming for trivia. <laughs> uh, this was I'm not a, feeling as cocky as I did last week. This this was kind of brutal. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. Mm. Two years and I've learned nothing. I wonder <laughs> if we can search out like a Star Wars trivia for beginners or like a kid version. <laughs> like, <laughs> is there a kid version out there? I'm going to scour eBay. Hey, and... I mean, there's no guarantee I would get anything right on a kid version. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, just call it as it is. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know? I'm at peace with my place in life. But you know what it's we do? It's as forced to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, we appreciate you listening. I, I <laughs> yeah. hope you... Hope you had as much fun as I did. You know, I can't imagine. <laughs> would rather root canal. <laughs> is this kidding. even remotely fun when we're this bad at trivia? I don't know. People <laughs> seem to like it, but um, I don't know why. Because Lord knows oh, we are on, not good at this. Fun. It's fun. It's all in good fun. You know, maybe we should start a Twitch stream, a Twitch channel where we play video games. Where we'll probably be even worse at video games than we are at trivia. Let, you know, let's think about that one. <laughs> now, I think what we should really do is go out and create a um, trivia a for support beginners. A uh, support group, yeah. Oh, my God, we really should. should we mm-hmm. could kickstart that. Hmm. Casual fan Star Wars trivia. Or maybe we could just study during the week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Every know. night we'll practice trivia before we go to sleep. Hey, honey. What was that fuck who guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Thomas. Oh, fuck who, sorry. <laughs> fuck who, you too. <laughs> I can't wait to watch A New Hope and say, hey, look, there's fuck you. Fuck no, it's fuck who. No, not my mind. Fuck you? Okay. Fuck you. It's right up there with Queef Carga. Technically, it is T-H-U-K-U. Fuck you. <laughs> and Moffin Top Gideon. Oh, yes. Lucy Goosey. Well, we can't say that anymore. No, you can't. I can't? Well, you can't because you are very mean to poor Omara. Poor Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) Girl just wanted to hit it and quit it. (laughs) I don't blame her. I mean. Hey, I wasn't judging. I wouldn't mind hitting and quitting it with Dinjarn as much as I needed to. There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for the last two years. We appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. Um, Thank you for the trivia. Thank you for the trivia. (laughs) Thank you for the study sessions, Thomas. I mean, imagine how bad it would be if we didn't study at all. I'm not sure we did. <laughs> no, this last two years has been really, really fantastic. So thank you for all the support. Um, for a birthday present, you know what you could really do? Star Wars for dummies. No, that would work. But go leave do us some reviews. That? I don't know. Go leave us some reviews. <laughs> leave us reviews on the Apple Podcast. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do all of those things. Send us a little happy birthday note. Be nice. It's nice to hear those things. Uh, where, where can they do that, Tom? Do you know? Not you can, in two years, I haven't mm-hmm. known. <laughs> you can do that at Twitter and Instagram at Serving Pink Milk. 
mostly Twitter. You can shoot us an email at servingpinkmilk at gmail.com. We did have a website, but I let it go because it was just more work to do. And we have a YouTube and a Twitter and we don't need it. No. We don't need it. So uh, if you were like one of the 50 people that went to that website a week, I apologize. Go head on over to YouTube. You can do everything <laughs> there. I'm more active there. But, you know, with all that said, thank you again. We appreciate you, Thomas. It's that time. Are you ready? I'm ready. Drink up. Drink up. <laughs>